Welcome to Spring the Beacon with Ryan Rieger. Today we're playing Lego, and Daddy has other dice stay on my play Lego. Hey guys, welcome back to the Streams of Income radio show. I'm your host, Ryan Rieger, and with me today, we have my other friend, Ryan Robinson. He is a, a Walmart seller extraordinaire. Um, he has an awesome story. So he's been on several times on my podcast to talk about Walmart, but we've never really dug into his specific story. And as you guys know, I love hearing people's journeys of how they got started. So he was a teacher, a science teacher, then became a school administrator and quickly got burned out from just the many, many hours that he was there at the school. His family was at home, his girls are homeschooled. And so he was spending all that time away from them each and every day and longed to be home with them. And you know how that just tugs at my heartstrings. And I want more people to be like Ryan to be able to quit their job. So he quit his job because he was doing well on Amazon and quickly, I mean, within a few months after that, their Amazon account got suspended, but they picked up Walmart and started selling like gangbusters on the Walmart platform. And now he's more known for selling on Walmart now, but he's got a book called Schools Out that I want you to get a copy of. There'll be a link in the show notes, but he just has a very inspiring story. He's doing very, very well. We talked about the time freedom that he's gained as a result of having his own business. And they, he and his family work together on this. Just a beautiful story. Somebody I'm super proud of. And it's just been an honor to work with him in that Walmart group. So if you have any interest in jumping into Walmart, he's the guy. We have a, a course called Selling on Walmart. There'll be a link for the, in the show notes on that. But uh, here is my interview with Ryan Robinson. Ryan, welcome to Streams of Income. Thanks for being on again. Well, thank you, Ryan. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to be on here. Of course. I think it's number three, maybe, maybe four. I don't know. We've done several Walmart webinars and we've talked about that, but I want to dig into your story. So tell me how you got started selling online. And just, I know you were, um, we also want to write, uh, hear about your book that you wrote recently. And um, so give me, tell me your journey. Wow. Well, it goes back, goes back quite a ways. Um, I didn't, I didn't start out life being an e-commerce seller. In fact, I, I never, I never thought that would be something. I mean, that really never crossed my mind. It wasn't something mm-hmm. that I thought I'd be doing. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have a degree in business or anything like that, but um, I actually, uh, growing up, I was always interested in science. And so mm-hmm. when I went to college, I thought, I thought it'd be great to be a science teacher. And mm-hmm. I always enjoyed school. I love school. I enjoyed uh, talking to my teachers and learning everything mm-hmm. I could. And uh, so that was kind of the journey that I that I went down. And uh, mm-hmm. same way with my wife, uh, she wanted to be a teacher as well. And so uh, we went to we went to college and, and made, we both majored in education. She was a major in elementary ed and I, I majored in secondary science. And uh, way back in uh, 1997, I, I started uh, teaching science at a small high school. And okay. uh, it was really, really pretty good. I, I enjoyed that. Uh-huh. Um, I did quickly learn, however, that students were not as interested in uh, science as what I was. <laughs> as you were, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's exciting. I mean, the natural world, and uh, yeah. I even taught a, a class on rocks and minerals. And uh, for whatever reason, they just weren't that interested in <laughs> rocks and minerals. You know? <laughs> were you able to make it fun? I, I tried to. You know, I taught, yeah. I taught chemistry and physics, and okay. I remember we we launched model rockets and things uh-huh. like that. And so I tried to make it as exciting as I could, but yeah. you know, as the, as the years went on, um, I taught science for about 15 years wow. and, um, you know, like any, like a lot of jobs, you kind of, you kind of get tired and you start thinking about doing something different. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I guess you might call it being burned out. I mean, I was a sure. little bit of burnout on teaching and, uh, it kind of mm-hmm. got, I mean, ev- uh, the evolution of, uh, education over the past several years, um, has, has kind of gone down a track that, you know, I wasn't, anticipating um, mm-hmm. a lot of, I mean, for me personally, it got to where uh, they were wanting you to teach to the test, so mm-hmm. to speak. I mean, standardized testing became uh, really, really important yeah. uh, in schools. Cool. And I, uh, right before I uh, got out, I remember a school administrator holding up a, a test preparation book and saying that, you know, that was our curriculum. But wow. for me as a science teacher, yeah, for me as a science teacher, I always, the content was always most important to me. And um, I remember they they would say things like, you know, kids don't need to just learn the facts because they can they can always look those up. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
And I remember telling a school administrator that I didn't want my heart surgeon to have to look something up. Right. You know, I, I, I want them to know the material. I want them right. to learn the facts. And, um, and so it was about that time that I decided this, I really need to do something different. And so yeah. I thought that going into school administration would uh -huh. be the thing to do. And so I went back and I took more classes. I, you know, Ryan, I've had more classes than you could imagine, you know, yeah. a lot, lot of money I invested in, in education and, and so I got that job and, and then I, I kind of learned that school administration is not all it's cracked up to be. I mean, you make more money, but um, mm -hmm. there's a lot more responsibility that you have mm -hmm. in that. And, uh, and when you're in that position, um, there's a lot of conflict that you have mm -hmm. to deal with. And um, yeah. I also found that, you know, I mean, I've got my wife and I have four kids and I found myself at the school all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I and I joke with people before. It's like I like basketball. But uh, man, I had to supervise a ton of basketball games. I mean, it yeah. was it was peewee basketball games, uh, tournaments, uh, just anything every night. It seemed like yeah. I was at the school supervising something. And so probably back um, in about 2017, I think my wife and I decided, you know, we're we need to do something else. I mean, is there is there something else that we could do? And mm -hmm. so she actually uh, started looking at Amazon okay. and um, and we saw that there were a lot of people advertising courses on Amazon and it seemed to look like, you know, people were having success doing that. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so we, like a lot of people, and I've come to find out a lot of people have went down this journey. Um, we bought kind of an expensive Amazon course sure. and just kind of jumped in and mm -hmm. tried to figure it out. And everything I know about e-commerce now, when I look back at that, uh, that was just kind of a crazy decision to do. I mean, it was, it can be absolutely overwhelming mm -hmm. if uh, you just jump in and try to figure out all that stuff. And a uh, part of the course was doing private label. Okay. And I could, I could see really quickly that that was going to cost a lot of money uh, mm -hmm. to buy a bunch of products that I wasn't sure if they were going to sell or not. Right. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't want to say that we, that we wasted money on that course because I mean, it did give us, a little bit of introduction in, into some of the things, but, um, you know, we were feeling kind of discouraged and gosh, we tried so many different things. Um, you know, we, we tried different businesses. Uh, we even got into, uh, uh, like a, it'd be like a multi-level marketing program. And I don't know if you've ever messed with those or heard about those, but it's, it was kind of one of those jobs where you call all your friends right? <laughs> and you try to get them <laughs> to buy into this thing and yeah. you explain that, Hey, if, if I can get you in my downline and then you can get other people in your downline, then we'll all make a lot of money. And yes. it, it doesn't take very long until, you know, you see your friends and they start kind of walking the other way. Right. They, they know you're going to talk about this thing. And, <laughs> and uh, so we did that for a while. And, and, uh, and then I think it was, um, I think it was somewhere, somewhere in 2017 or 2018, maybe the summer of 2018. Mm -hmm. um, I was, I think this was on the radio. I don't. I don't know if, if it's on the radio or not. But I was listening to the that Silent Sales Machine Radio uh, mm -hmm. podcast. Okay, yep. and uh, and he was aver uh, Jim Cochran was advertising the the Q four groups. Okay? okay, which I which I now understand are, are part of the Legends group. Uh -huh. And um and so I told my wife about this, and I said, well, let's let's get into that and we'll try it. Mm -hmm. And um that was just a pivotal moment for mm -hmm. us because um there were people like Kate and different ones yeah. who were, who were teaching us um, how to sell products on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was information that I did not learn in this really expensive course that, that we had bought before. And so yeah. uh, they were saying things like, you know, you can, you could just start by uh, looking for products around your house. And, mm -hmm. and of course this was, this was Q4. And so during uh, quarter four, uh, toys sell pretty well on yes. uh, on Amazon and different platforms, uh -huh. and so we started looking at toys mm -hmm. and um, and started buying them and sending them in, and they were selling. And um, I think uh, I think we ended 2018 with about sixty five thousand dollars in sales on Amazon. Wow. And of course, you know we don't you know the profit is you know twenty five thirty percent of that, but still that was that was a lot of money. I mean that you yeah. know paid for our membership and everything. I was like, that was really good. And so um, it was probably about that time that I thought, you know, I might be able to make this work. I might mm -hmm. be able to eventually get out of the, the rat race of, of the nine to five job, so to speak, mm -hmm. and do something with e-commerce, you know, be able to sell on Amazon and yeah. let that be kind of 
uh, our full-time income. So that yeah. I was thinking about that around that time. Uh -huh. And so then in uh, 2019 is when we went ahead and joined uh, the Legends group and we just began mm -hmm. to learn more and more. And uh, I took uh, uh, Jimmy Smith's uh, program on replenishable uh -huh. replan products and selling those on Amazon. And that really boosted our sales. And it's like, we were doing, we were doing pretty good. And, um, you know, when you begin to make that decision about quitting your full-time job and going to e-commerce, that was, that is a hard, hard decision. I see a lot of people uh, that are doing that and, and they'll tell you, you know, people will say, well, when you're making about half of what you're making uh, mm -hmm. at your regular job, then that might be a good time, you know, to quit. And mm -hmm. so I knew that, I mean, that was in the back of my mind, but um, it's hard to do because, you know, you spent, uh, you know, in my case, uh, you know, 20 some odd years in this field and you've invested time, you've invested money and that's, and that's your life. And so yeah. it's, it's really hard to make that decision to leave that. Yes. And in my, in my case, it was, it was a little bit easier because um, I had just, it seemed like in school administration, I had just come up against storm after storm, you know, mm -hmm. uh, it was just, it was a really, I had a couple of difficult assignments mm -hmm. and, uh, and so it was a little bit easier uh, when the opportunity presented itself to just kind of make a break from that. Yeah. And, uh, it's, but it's, I, I really sympathize, you know, with the people who are thinking about leaving whatever mm -hmm. career path it is, because it's, it's a hard decision to make. Yeah. But, um, I guess it was, it was in the fall of 2019 that I'd finally just got so frustrated, mm -hmm. uh, you know, with the position that I was in that yeah. I said, you know what, I'm just, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. I'm just going to quit. And, and, it's hard to do, you know, but I said, things are going well enough on Amazon. I think we can do it. Okay. So yeah. walked away from there and, and we put all of our eggs, so to speak in the Amazon basket and was, you know, was building that up and it was going good. Was your wife and, still uh, working at the time? Uh, no, uh, my wife has, uh, just kind of been a stay at home mom for, awesome. for quite some time. Wow. Um, she does have a degree in public education and she worked uh, in a, in a Catholic school and did okay. some subbing and different things back years ago. But um, yeah. uh, we, we actually homeschool our kids. And, uh, and so that's kind of another segment of, of our journey as well, which is also another reason why it seemed like I was always having this uh, conflict in public education right. because sometimes, you know, board members especially would, would find out that we homeschooled our kids and, they thought that that must mean that I don't support public education, right. um, which, which, you know, that, that is a kind of a tough spot to be in. You know, sure. people think, well, you know, if it's, if it's not good enough for your kids and why are you working in it? And I, and I get that. I understand that, but um, mm -hmm. our country does need a good public school system. It really does because not everybody can, can homeschool. Not everybody can afford to send their kids to a private school, right. but um, for, for us personally, that was, you know, that was what we chose to do. And, mm -hmm. and, and so, you know, she had been doing that. And so I had been kind of the, you know, uh, making the, the full-time income. And again, that made it more difficult, you know, yeah. to, you know, to kind of step out on faith like that. Yeah, but uh, we, sure. you know, we, we took the plunge and we jumped into, yeah. into Amazon and really things were going pretty good. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that's where the, the story kind of changes a little bit. Um, <laughs> You know, 2020 was quite a year for everybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we're we're obviously still feeling the effects of uh, such a crazy year as 2020. And uh, so, what what happened was the uh, the pandemic hit. Okay, and uh, we were selling some products on Amazon um, that, um, without getting into it, you know, people they 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 could be used, you know, in conjunction with the pandemic. And so, when we saw, you know, that um, you know there was a short supply on soap and hand sanitizer and some of these different things and stuff. Uh, we actually stopped selling those products. Okay. But, um, but then later on, Amazon suspended us because we had been selling those products and it wasn't just us. There were a whole bunch of people who got suspended from Amazon during that time. And it was, it was pretty much related to those kinds of products that, mm -hmm. um, you know, were being sold at that time. And it was just, it was unusual. Now it's not completely unusual to get suspended from Amazon. I mean, if you're an Amazon seller for several years, uh, there's a chance that you're going to get suspended because you might break one of their rules. They, they have a lot of rules and stuff. And 99% of the time, if you get suspended from Amazon, you do get your account back. Mm -hmm. All right. They, they suspend you and you go through 
all the hoops to say, oh, you know, I shouldn't have done this or I won't do this again or I'm changing my business plan or whatever. And then they reinstate you. And that's and ultimately that's what happened with us as well. But because it was in this crazy time period, the pandemic, um, it was a little bit more difficult for us in that suspension than it is for, for most people. And so we found ourselves at a time, you know, where I had quit my job and uh, now we were full-time Amazon sellers. And then in just a moment, the, the Amazon business was, was on hold. What so was that time frame between when you quit your job to when your Amazon account was uh, suspended? Oh, wow. Probably just a few months, Man. believe it or not. I was going through yeah, your guys' heads. I mean, I'm pr- pretty sure all, all kinds of negative thoughts, like oh, what yeah. did I just do? Do I need to go back to my right. regular job? What are some, how did you get through that time? Because I mean, obviously that had to be fairly stressful. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, really it was a lot of prayer. I mean, yeah. uh, kind of the motto of our business, and I, I may have got this from you, but the motto of our business is to, um, you know, Work like everything depends on you, but pray like everything depends on God. And so that was just a a moment where, you know, it was just a valley. And and a lot of times in life, we we go through those valleys and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we just trusted God and we believed that everything would be okay. I mean, at the end of the day, I thought, you know, I can, you know, I can go get a job somewhere else. I mean, it's, it's going to be okay. But um, we were very fortunate because we had been in the legends group. And really not too long before that happened, um, someone had done a webinar in, on the, in the Legends group that dealt with selling on the Walmart platform, mm-hmm. okay? And so at the time, I thought, well, you know, I don't know if I'll ever want to do that or not, but I, it, was, it was interesting. And I thought, you know, diversifying is a good, a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. And so, <clears throat> you know, a few months before this had happened, I had went ahead and applied for an account to sell on Walmart.com. Mm-hmm. And, but we really hadn't done much with it. I mean, we had sold a few things on it and it was mostly just kind of sitting there. I mean, yeah. Amazon was kind of our big thing. So you can imagine that as soon as we got <laughs> suspended, wow, it was every waking moment <laughs> we wow. were pumping stuff into Walmart, right? And wow. I was learning everything I could learn about Walmart wow. because I thought, you know, maybe, you know, maybe we'll be able to switch over some of our products that we're mm-hmm. selling on Amazon and begin to sell those on Walmart. Okay. And, and that's, that's really what happened. Um, it, it was actually a pretty smooth transition. Mm -hmm. Um, we knew the the kinds of products that were selling well on Amazon Mm -hmm. and we figured they would probably sell well on Walmart. Yeah. And, uh, we didn't have that many sales until we got about, um, about 200 listings on Walmart. And then, then our sales began to jump and we saw, we saw daily sales and pretty quickly I realized that, you know, we might be able to, um, to get somewhere in the neighborhood of what we're doing on Amazon on the Walmart platform. Okay. At least I thought, you know, maybe I'm not going to have to go back into education or go back into getting, you know, a nine to five job. I might be able to make this work. Mm -hmm. And so it was just, you know, spending a lot of time putting products on, Mm -hmm. on the Walmart platform. You know, and and thinking, you know, what what else is there? I mean, we knew there was eBay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's probably other ways of making money online. And of course, the whole time, you know, I'm jumping through all the hoops. I'm I'm writing uh, <laughs> uh, plans of action and uh-huh. different things. And um, you know, we had a lot of money <laughs> for a lot of money for us tied up in mm-hmm. inventory at at Amazon. And so it was pretty important to try to get that account back. And so yeah. we actually. We actually had to hire a, an attorney who specialized in Amazon and everything. And, and then, you know, um, eventually we got our account back. But in the meantime, um, I don't want to, you know, I guess I could kind of say it was like a blessing in disguise in some yeah. ways because yeah. it brought us over to the Walmart platform. Uh-huh. And I don't think we would have ever have uh, started selling on Walmart had it not been um, for that situation. And so, um, and so anyway, so we started we started selling on Walmart and Mm -hmm. then, um, and then, uh, you know, you and I worked together on a course. Mm -hmm. Um, and so what I kind of thought, you know, there weren't, there weren't that many courses on selling on Walmart. Okay. I mean, there were all kinds of courses on the internet about how to make money selling on Amazon. And there were some that were on eBay, but when I got on, I mean, when I started looking at the Walmart platform, 
uh, it was kind of glitchy. It was kind of hard to understand. I mean, Still I was, is, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it definitely can be. <laughs> but um, I was I was spending a significant amount of time learning that platform, mm-hmm. and and so I begin to think, you know, there are probably other people out there. Yeah. Uh, maybe some of them had gotten suspended from Amazon. I don't know, but there might be other people who would want to learn this platform as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a background in teaching. And so I thought I could probably put together some kind of course uh, that might work. And also I began to see like in the legends group and some of the other groups, people were saying, you know, are there any courses on Walmart or is anybody, can anybody help me uh, to sell on this platform? I don't understand this. And so I think that's when, uh, when I reached out to you and said, you know, Hey, I could probably, (laughs) I could probably do something, you know, we might be able to put something together and um, and so we made that course um, called uh, I think it was called Selling on Walmart. Yeah. And um, yeah. and that course really took off. I mean, I don't know how many that that we sold, but there's a lot of people who bought yeah. that course. And then yeah. it's kind of exciting because I'm I'm hearing from other people who went through that mm-hmm. and and they're farther along than I am. You know, they're they're making more sales on on the Walmart platform than I am by far. And they kind of started by going through that course. Yeah, but you introduced them to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of neat. Um, yeah. I, I really, I, I didn't know how successful that would be. I didn't know how <laughs> many people would buy it or how many people would want it. I always tell people, you know, if you buy that course, uh, you know, try to try to speed it up a little bit because I always feel like I talk too slow <laughs> on there. <laughs> no, it was good. What, um, how long did it take you to replace your Amazon income with your Walmart income? Um. That's a good question. You know, it probably, it took several months. Uh-huh. Um, and, and there's times today, even when, uh, you know, we probably don't sell quite as much on, on Walmart as we could have, or maybe did, a, did have at certain times mm-hmm. um, on Amazon. One thing on Amazon is you can get into the replan business on mm-hmm. Amazon and mm-hmm. you can really scale that up. I mean, you yeah. can, you can hire people, and there's a lot of money to be made on Amazon. I don't think there are quite as many um, views on on the Walmart platform as there on on Amazon. I still I still kind of feel like overall there's probably more money to be made on Amazon. Mm-hmm. But if you can find the right niches on Walmart, and so like during during quarter four, uh, at least the first year that we were on Walmart, uh, the toys just absolutely did great. They still do great. Yeah. And if you can find the right things that people are buying on Walmart, I think there's more money to be made in those niches and at those times uh, right. than there is on Amazon. So during certain months, we do you know much better than we did on Amazon. Yeah. Um, I still, I, I personally haven't got the replens up to the level uh, that you know I once had on Amazon, but mm-hmm. I think that can be done. And I think that. Uh, each each uh, month that passes, there's more and more people coming over to the Walmart platform, and mm-hmm. more people are starting to see it. And so, will they ever catch up to Amazon? That's you know, I don't know that they'll ever catch up to Amazon, but they're getting closer and closer all the time. Yeah. And um, you know, I just I think it's just a fantastic uh, platform for people to sell on. Absolutely is, yeah. So you've actually, um, isn't it true? You were able to replace your teaching income, your 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 um your administration income from, from just Walmart? Yes. Yeah. I mean, we, um, it's real close. I mean, yeah. I, I sometimes feel like, you know, your, your lifestyle meets about, you know, whatever your income is. Sure. And um, we're probably, I mean, without hiring more people or something like mm-hmm. that, you know, we're probably, mm-hmm. probably almost maxed out, you know I mean? Cause it, we get up in the mornings and, and we yeah. put together our packages and we send them in. Uh-huh. I don't want to say we're, we're coasting, but you know, we've got a, a system of, uh, you know, certain replans that we do and certain things that we sell and bundles that I've created on Walmart. And uh, yeah. I'm always wanting to get more. And um, I, I definitely want to get back into Amazon. And uh, we've also, uh, we try to list at least one thing on eBay every day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we get a few sales from, from eBay. Mm-hmm. But um, I do know other people who are, who are selling on multiple platforms. And sometimes you kind of feel like you're juggling everything. Yes. If, because if you spend, you know, two or three hours on Amazon. Well, that's two or three hours you could have spent on Walmart. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you're trying to decide what's, you know, what's the best way to do that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I probably, I probably make close to what I was making as a school administrator. Uh-huh. Uh, some months I make a lot more 
yeah. uh, especially during Q4. Sure. Um, and so, you know, it's just um, the, the good thing about it is I'm not at the school all the time. I'm right. not having to deal with, you know, the conflicts yeah. and those types yeah. of things. So yeah. about what's your, any idea of what your, do you ever think about how many hours you work a week versus what you used to in, in administration? Oh gosh. It's, it's let, it's for sure less than half. I wow. mean, if, if <laughs> I want it to, I mean, there's a lot of days that, that, that we're just, I take the packages up to the post office mm-hmm. at noon. Okay. Yeah. So we usually wait till noon to make sure there's no more orders come in. Uh-huh. And then I put, and by that time we've got everything together and I put it in the car and I take it up. And, you know, honestly, if I wanted to be done, as soon as I drop those packages off, I could be a lot of times <laughs> wow. I am a lot mm-hmm. of times I'm like, yeah, you know, we're, you know, we're finished for the day, yeah. but a lot of times I'll come back and, you know, I'll get on, I'll, I'll do some sourcing online or I'll mm-hmm. stop at the store on the way home and pick up some things that, you know, we, that need to be um, replenished, so to speak. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely half of the time that That's I spent awesome. before. What time does your day start um, to do the packages? We try to get out to our little, we have a little building, we call it our uh-huh. warehouse uh-huh. and it's right next to our house. And, uh, you know, we try to get out there by eight or so in the morning, sometimes earlier, sometimes later. Yeah. But, um, the, the kind of freedom that you have in the e-commerce business is, it's just so much different than working a nine to five job. Yes. I mean, for example, let, let's say that I get up, uh, like I've got some sinus issues. I don't know if you can tell, but like mm-hmm. I might get up in the morning and not feel very good. Yeah. Well, if I don't feel real good, it's not a problem. I mean, we can, I mean, my wife and my daughter, they help put packages together. If I had to, we could put the account on hold for that day or on vacation that day. Wow. And it's just, it's so much more of a relaxed lifestyle. When, when I was a teacher, if I woke up sick, you know, you didn't, I mean, you could call in sick, but it's like they might not have a substitute. Substitutes yeah. were hard to find. And I remember calling in and them saying, look, you know, you need to be here if there's any way possible, you know, wow. come in and put a video on, you know, whatever. It's like, <laughs> and then, and then it's even worse as a school administrator. If, if you're a school administrator, like at the schools I worked at, I was it, you know, I was principal and superintendent and there was no substitute. You know, if I was sick, I had to be there, you know, I mean, no matter what. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, and so you, it's just a much less stressful lifestyle. Yeah. Yes. Um, if I, if we want to take off and go to the zoo, you uh-huh. know, we'll put our account on hold. Uh, one day we wanted to go over to St. Louis and, and do some shopping. So uh-huh. um, we want, we put our account on vacation uh, at uh, noon or mm-hmm. like at, 10 o'clock or whatever. It's like, we decided that, you know, we're, we're done for the day. So we just uh-huh. want to take off and go. And it's no problem at all. And it's just a much, much different kind of, a much better, different kind yeah. of lifestyle. What's that meant for your family, your wife and your, your girls? I can't even imagine just the freedom that you have now that you're not, you know, having to leave every day at early in the morning and come back late at night after a basketball game. And what's that like for them? Yeah, I mean, Ryan, there were times when I would leave, I mean, almost every day I would leave before they got up. And often when I got home, they were already in bed. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so if there's any, you know, administrators out there listening to this, they know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, you're spending your whole life watching other people's kids interacting with them while your kids are growing up. Right. And so it's really, it's, it's, it's hard, you know, to, to work a job like that. And some people have to, and, and my heart really goes out to them, but um, it's just really nice to be able to come home. You know, I, I kind of joke about it. It's like, I've, I kind of got to know my family, you know, right. and, and it, it turns out they're pretty nice people. You know? That's I mean, awesome. <laughs> wow. The fact that your, your girls were homeschooled, that means you, they weren't, you weren't seeing them during the day at your school. So man, that's right. Tough. Yeah. Yeah. And there were times, you know, I mean, they would go to games with me and yeah. different things like that, or they would come up, and eat lunch with me sometimes and, and things like that. But it's mm-hmm. nice to be here. Um, my oldest daughter works with us every day, uh, putting packages together. She's getting better at like sourcing. Like last night, uh, we have a wholesale account with a couple different companies. And at last night, last night she was looking for different products uh, that, awesome. that we can order from there. So she does a little bit of sourcing. And uh, even, even my youngest daughter was out there helping us this morning, you know, uh-huh. uh, bagging some things up. So it's kind of become you know, a little bit of a family business. Yes. And I, I mean, my hope and plan is that as time goes on, if any of my children want to do this 
type of business that I can show them how to do it. And, and it's not an easy business. I mean, it's, there's nothing that's easy, you know, in the world. I mean, you, you've got to work at it. You've got to do sourcing and Mm -hmm. uh, being an, you know, like an entrepreneur, you, it's like, you have to, uh, you know, work through the challenges and because it's kind of, it's all on you. It's like, if I want to make this work, you know, if it is to be, it is up to me, (laughs) so to speak, you know, and, and, and there are a lot of great things about having, you know, the regular job, especially those jobs where you can go and you can work and you can leave it there, you know, when yeah. you come home. I mean, there's something great to be said about that. Sure. But, um, you know, a lot of us just have that. There's something different inside of us. You know, it's yeah. like we've got this desire to kind of be our own boss, kind of be in charge of our own journey. And that's always been there inside of me. And I yeah. just I think I'm a lot happier doing things on my own. Yeah, no, me too. I, I don't think uh, I could ever go back to being employed. Could you? And have it, it would be de- it would definitely be hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> it would be hard. Yeah, I mean, they, even if like okay, like just just in a scenario, let's say somebody came to you and said offered you double what you're making right now, but you have to go back into that lifestyle where you're getting up before they before they get right. up. You leave the house before they even wake up, and you come back sometimes when they're in bed. Like, is the money even worth it? It's probably I would say it's probably not because you're waiting mean, you want that time freedom that you have now that's right and i mean your children are only with you for a certain period of time yeah. right and then you know one day is going to come and they're going to go off and, and kind of do their own thing and you know you, one way to think of it is i've got the whole rest of my life to to do that if i want to if i want to go back into education and be a school administrator again someday i can do that sure. but for right now at this time in my life you know yeah. with you know, with my girls at the ages they're at right now, it's just, it's really nice to be able to spend time with them, to be able to spend time with my wife. And I won't lie. I mean, there's, there's rough days, there's hard days, you know, and, and there's times that, you know, in, in the Bible, it talks about Lot's wife and how she looked back and, you know, she turned to a pillar of salt. And so there's days I feel a little salty, you know, it's like, I find myself looking back or I'll find myself flipping through the job bank to see if, Mm -hmm. you know, if they're, any job and a lot of those jobs pay really well. Yeah. And, you know, I think, man, you know, that, that job there pays, you know, 120, 130,000 and mm-hmm. I'm qualified for that. I could probably get that. But then, mm-hmm. you know, I think back, it doesn't take long, you know, when you start thinking about some of the crazy stuff that happens in school administration, yes. I think, I don't think I want to deal with that. again. <laughs> All that stress. Oh my goodness. Wow. So do you, have you talked to anybody that you used to work with? Are they like, wow, you're still doing that internet thing? Like, what are some of those conversations? Are people like jealous that you now live this almost seems like semi-retired compared to what you, the schedule you used to have? Yeah. I mean, I've had people say before, you know, are are you ever going to get a real, a real job again? (laughs) It's like this, this is a real job or, (laughs) you know, they'll, they'll say things like, well, so then, so you don't have to do anything. And I'm like, no, this is, this is definitely something. I mean, we're, right. we're, it's, it's hard work. I mean, yeah. you're still finding things and trying to make those connections and different things mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, I talk to a few people ever, every now and then. And, um, used to when I would tell people what I do. And even now when I try to explain what this is, uh-huh. there, there's a lot of people that just can't quite wrap their head around it. You know, they'll, yeah. they'll say, so you're buying things at the store and then selling them online. And they just, uh-huh. it, that whole idea <laughs> of retail arbitrage or online arbitrage is extremely foreign to people. I mean, sometimes right. they'll even say, well, is that legal to do? And <laughs> so. it, they kind of feel like you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing. You know? Right. And it's, it's a bit of the feeling that you get, like if you're in a store, if you do retail arbitrage, sometimes you go in the store and you might buy several of a product mm-hmm. and people will look at you and they'll be like, well, what are you going to do with that? It, right. Which is really surprising because people, I mean, who would never say a word to you in the aisle <laughs> at the store, all of a sudden they're wanting to know what you're doing with all that yes. you know, product that you have in your cart. Right. And, uh, and a lot of times, I mean, if you say, well, you know, Hey, I have a business where I sell this on Amazon. Uh-huh. They, they don't like that. I don't know why they mm-hmm. think you're doing something wrong. You shouldn't be doing it. You get, so usually what I tell people is, um, I buy products for other people, um, yeah. and which is true. Yeah. And that, that usually, you know, helps them. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, that's nice of you. I don't tell them I'm, you know, I'll get paid nicely to do it, but right. 
That's awesome. Have you had a lot of convert anybody that has uh, decided to start doing what you're doing because you're doing it? Have you helped anybody get started locally there? Or? Um, maybe a, one or two people I've, uh-huh. I've got interested in selling stuff. I don't think yeah. they've, they've taken the jump to do it full time or anything. Sure. Uh, so most of the people who, who I've come in contact with who have really done well with this are people who have bought the course yeah. or people who I've uh, helped along, you know, in a mastermind group or something like that. Um, it's just, again, I think it's just hard for people to wrap, to wrap their head around, you know, yeah. when they, when you show them, you can show them exactly what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, for some reason they, they have a hard time doing it or just don't want to do it. Or, um, you know, sometimes when you start out, you know, you might buy a product and then it doesn't sell, but I mean, that still happens to me. I mean, I, I've, sure. I've got some product sending out there right now. I mean, and we've made some big mistakes, some big mistakes. Sure. You know, I've got yeah. $600 of lip balm sitting in a package out there that it just didn't work. It just didn't work right. out, you know, and um, sometimes that happens, but then other times, like, especially at Christmas, you know, you run into the right product and, you know, I found myself traveling all around Southern Illinois, mm. uh, getting this one toy that was really popular during wow. Christmas. That's awesome. I love that. Um, tell me about your, so those are the people that are listening that want to do more Walmart strategies. Give me some tips on what just, uh, some of the things that they should be looking at. Um, and, and to get into that, like, I mean, is it a whole different type of niche or should they be selling some of the things that they're already selling on Amazon? Yeah, actually what I tell people to do, if you're thinking about selling something on Walmart is basically you go through the same process that you would try to source an item for on Amazon. Mm-hmm. In fact, there, I mean, you can, you can actually do this for free to begin with. Okay. Uh, there's an app for Amazon. It's the, well, there's two different ones. There's an Amazon buyer app and there's an Amazon seller app. Okay. Mm-hmm. And on the Amazon seller app, uh, you can actually find how much that you would make on an item if you were to purchase it and sell it. Okay. And really it is real close to the same thing on a Walmart. Okay. So, I mean, Walmart is going to take 15% of, of your selling cost. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you can figure it's going to be about 15%. So let's, let's say that, um, and I don't, I don't have a calculator in front of me, but let's say you're going to sell an item for, you think you could sell it for $30 and you think that because you've looked on Amazon and that's, that's what it's selling for selling for $30. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so you can take, uh, 15% away from that, you know, so you multiply it by 0.85, uh-huh. right? Cause that's going to be the cost that Walmart's going to take. Yep. And then you're going to subtract out what you paid for the item. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then if you're going to ship it yourself, then you're going to subtract out the cost of shipping. And, you know, if it's less than a pound, uh, it might only be, you know, four or $5 to ship it. If it's over a pound, you know, you might pay eight or $10 to ship it. So you subtract it that out and what it's whatever's left is that's going to be what your profit is going to mm-hmm. be so it's really pretty easy yeah. to figure you know if you'd be able to sell an item and make money on it and there are a lot of items that you can and yeah. the reason why is because like if you live in a certain region of the country and there's other regions of the country they're not going to have the same kinds of products that you have access to right, right? And, and it's that way even if you shop at uh, Walmart or Target, but mm-hmm. especially if you, you know, have localized stores like a Meyer store or a Kroger mm-hmm. store or a Menards or someplace that, uh, or down South, they have that uh, Heb or HEB mm-hmm. store down there. Um, we don't have those up here. So in different regions of the country, you have all sorts of different products and in other regions of the country, they can't find those products. So people are willing to pay a lot more for those. Right. Okay. That's one reason. Another reason is, um, I mean, I'm very fortunate within driving distance. I have, you know, five or six different Walmart stores. I've got two or three Target stores I can go to. But mm-hmm. there's areas of the country where there's nothing, you know. Right. I mean, at the at the, the first uh, school that I taught at, uh, Walmart was like uh, 40 minutes away. You know, it's a 40-minute drive wow. just to get to Walmart. And there was nothing else, you know, within yeah. like an hour, hour and a half, you know. and that's here in Southern Illinois. So imagine what it's like in Wyoming or uh, yes. Utah, or there's places where <laughs> it's two hours to get to the grocery store, right? Wow. These people 
want their products delivered to their doorstep and they're willing to pay a lot mm -hmm. more for them. Okay. Yeah. And so you might find that, um, <clears throat> you know, there's a, I don't know, chicken noodle soup or something like that. And on Amazon, there's a listing for say a three pack of chicken noodle soup, right? And it's going for a lot of money. And you may find that nobody has that on Walmart. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that would be an item that you could make a listing for. You could create it and put it out there and people will buy it. Yeah. And would you just do Merchant Fulfilled just to test it out so that you're not, uh, you just hang on to it. You create the listing and you got it there for when it sells. Yeah, that's what we do. In fact, okay. even today, about 95% of our business is merchant fulfilled. And that means that we ship the item directly to the customer. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do that. You can send all your stuff into the Walmart Fulfillment Center. Mm -hmm. Just like on Amazon, you could send it all into FBA or Fulfilled by Amazon. Okay. But um, especially if you're testing an item, I think it's uh -huh. good. And, and um, I personally like having my products here at the, mm -hmm. uh, you know, in our warehouse or at our house, mm -hmm. it's right next to our house. And one reason is, you know, if something bad ever happened, I, I, who knows? You know, I mean, what if the power went off for two or three weeks or something like that? I mean, you don't know what could happen, right? I'll have, you know, all kinds of grocery products. Well, that we sell. <laughs> yeah. Right. All, all kinds of toys. And I've thought right. before, it's like, well, what would I do with these toys? If I had, you know, you never know, maybe, right. maybe, maybe somebody would trade you something that you need it for, you know, two or three toys or who knows, right? Clothing items that we have, shoes that we have, you know, different yeah. things that we have. I don't know. It's kind of nice to have all that stuff here. We've yeah. also had people come and buy items directly out of our warehouse. And so yeah. if we wanted to, we could, you know, we could modify that business to be a little store and put up a sign down at the highway and direct people yeah. here. From, I mean, there's just different options of things that you could have by doing it mm -hmm. that way. That's awesome. Wow. What are some tips for people? You've obviously been through a lot in your business. You've been, uh, you've had some ups and downs like we all do. You've had a lot of downs with the, you know, your Amazon seller account getting suspended soon after you quit your job, which is, that would be just a very stressful situation. Um, what, what are some way, things you did to get through that? You said prayer, obviously, but, what are some tips for new people that um, they, they, they want to be where you are? They want to escape their nine to five, or maybe it's nine to nine, like yours was. And uh, mm -hmm. they, they want to be able to spend more time with their family. Yeah. Uh, well, I think, I think the best, the best thing is to, is to start learning um, one of the platforms, whether it be mm -hmm. Walmart, whether it be Amazon, whether it be eBay. Okay. Start, start learning how that process works. And you could you can learn it all on your own by just watching videos on YouTube, okay? But if you want to get a jump start in it, then I mean, there's there's different courses out there. I mean, we've got our course on Walmart.com, mm -hmm. selling on Walmart. There's a Jimmy's course that deals with replans. Uh, there's Greg's course that deals with eBay. I would suggest pick one of those methods, and those are the three big ones. There's probably more out there, mm -hmm. but you know, I would suggest you know take take a course. Uh, learn as much as you can and and start out. I mean, you don't have to to jump in with thousands of dollars. Okay. That's that's probably my biggest tip is don't I wouldn't suggest buying this mass, you know, a massive course out there. I mean, there are different courses that don't cost that much mm -hmm. that you could get in and learn them. Start by looking at what's around your house, you know, things that you purchase, things that you buy. And begin to look up and see how much those are being sold for. You'll yeah. probably be surprised, okay? Yeah. And like like on Amazon, uh, maybe you buy a certain kind of soap, okay? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're used to going to, to Walmart or the dollar store or something and buying that soap. See what that's being sold for on Amazon, okay? And And this is a tip that a lot of people don't understand. There's not just one listing for that, okay? Mm -hmm. There's probably, if, if it's something popular there's probably like 20 different listings for that. There's a two pack, right. there's a three pack, there's a bundle of that kind of soap and another kind of soap. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and when you start looking at that, you'll be surprised at, at the prices that people are paying for some of these different bundles or multi-packs of it. Uh, I mean, you might even find that, you know, people are buying, uh, you know, cases of these things, yeah. you know, that you found. And then um, you can, there's a, there's a program called Keepa for mm -hmm. Amazon 
and a, you, and it doesn't cost very much. And Keepa will show you how much that's selling, how often it's selling. And if it's doing well on Amazon, it's probably doing well on Walmart. And then you yeah. could sell it there. Yeah. So um, those are some tips that deal with um, specifically with, you know, finding the products and getting started. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then another tip that I'm still learning uh, this, someone told me this and I'm doing my best to, to get better at this is try to network with people. Okay. Mm, do good. you know, do you have a relationship with someone who maybe owns a store in town or maybe works at a factory that produces, you know, some type of product and try to form those relationships because that can really lead to, to great opportunities. Yeah. And I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, my, uh, my daughter's uh, just went down and to a neighbor's house and while he was on vacation, they took care of his animals. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know this, but he has a, he has a type of business. Okay. Where they manufacture some different products and do some different things, wow. has access to wholesale accounts. Uh-huh. And so when he got back, I, you know, I was, I was asking him, you know, well, what is it that you do? And he was telling me about his business. And, uh, and I told him, I said, well, you know, I'd like to learn more about that. And I told him what we do. Uh-huh. And so we, you know, we had a 10 minute conversation about, you know, maybe there's a way that we can work together. And um, cool. I don't know if it'll work out or not, but it might. Yeah. And, uh, and if it did, and that was, that was my neighbor who lives like a mile down the road. I, yeah. I had no idea, you know, that he had a, had a business. And so how many other opportunities are out there, yeah. you know, people that you know, or the people that you come in contact with who, uh, you know, you could network with That's what business That's, is, right? You know, business is. is you're, you're helping each other to mm-hmm. provide services for people. And uh, that would probably be one of the best tips I could. That's offer. good. Networking. That's a good one. Um, tell me about your book. You wrote a book called schools out as, as I assume this is basically your, um, your story. I did. This is the yeah. book. It's, um, it's schools out and, uh, it's quit your job and sell products online. <laughs> and, um, I, I wrote that this book and it is specifically, uh, written for school administrators, mm. for teachers, for paraprofessionals, for anyone who works in the school system who isn't just wanting to quit their job, but it's also for people who are just wanting to supplement their income. Uh, think about it. Think about a teacher, right? I mean, you might have some time off in the summer yeah. and uh, maybe you're wanting to make some extra money uh, for your classroom or, or, you know, for your family and to buy some things. Um, this, this book will, uh, I walk through kind of my journey. Um, I get into a little bit more stuff than what we said on the podcast here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I, I specifically give uh, tips and tricks, so to speak, for school administrators, for teachers, for other people who are working, uh, you know, in the school system. Um, you know, let's see, I go through and I talk about um, just what it is to sell on Amazon, mm-hmm. uh, what that process looks like, because there's a lot of terminology and language that when you start hearing people talk about, you know, FBA and FBM and reprints and different <laughs> things, it can get, it can get a little bit overwhelming. Sure. And so I, I talk about, you know, exactly how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of give some references to, uh, you know, to those courses that we talked about mm-hmm. and different uh, methods that you can, can do with that. But uh, one of the things I really get into talking about is um, something that Tony Robbins says. And Tony Robbins says that, um, success without fulfillment is the greatest failure. Mm. And that's probably been my greatest failure was achieving what, you know, I considered quote unquote success, mm-hmm. uh, reaching the highest level in education, reaching the highest level at, uh, you know, in, in a school position, a public school position, and mm-hmm. then looking around and just not just not really feeling that fulfilled by yes. it. Okay. Yes. And so it really doesn't matter uh, what job you're working in. If you, mm-hmm. you know, if you are successful, if you've become the boss or you've become mm-hmm. the CEO, if you find yourself, you know, not being fulfilled or, mm-hmm. you know, feeling like uh, life just doesn't have the kind of meaning for yeah. you that you want, then how important is that really? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went back to school and I got my, got my doctorate degree. That was something I always wanted to do. And I'm proud that I did it and had that. But at the end of the day, you know, what, what does that mean? I mean, it's like, it's another trophy, so to speak, Mm -hmm. that you, that you have. And, um, you know, all that, 
all that stuff, those successes, those worldly successes and things like that, mm. um, those don't really mean that much um, if you don't have the kind of fulfillment that comes from your friends, your yeah. family, right? Uh, mm -hmm. the relate your relationship with God. I mean, there's a lot of things on earth that money can't buy. And uh, I just kind of, I talk a little bit about those types of things uh, in the book as well. I also, uh, also complain a little bit. Uh, <laughs> if you're, if you're a school administrator, this will, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Um, talk about uh, beans, buses, and basketball, oh, right? Wow. Because when, uh, when you're a school administrator, those are the three areas that you're going to have trouble with. Uh, beans is the lunchroom, right? Yeah. You're going to have trouble with the lunchroom. It's just always in uh, buses, <laughs> transportation. I remember one time, you know, there was a school bus accident. Oh, man. And, uh, and no, one, no one got hurt. But, I mean, that's a stressful day, yes. right, when you have stuff like this. So I give some uh, practical advice yeah. on, on that, you know, and then, and then basketball, su supervision. <laughs> you know, you're going to run into things like, Things like if the um, if the referee doesn't show up at, oh, at the tournament game, yeah. and um, whose fault is that, right? Oh. Going to be your fault because you're the one wearing the tie. You're the one walking around. Wow. I don't I don't know how to ref a basketball game, right? Yeah. And you know all I can do is tell the fans, you know, hey, I called him. He's supposed to be here. Right. <laughs> so you wow. run into stuff like that. I've got a few stories in there like that. That's fun. How can people find that? Uh. I, I, you can go to Amazon and, and search it. Um, it's called schools out, quit your job and sell products online. Okay? Mm -hmm. Or you can go to the website, ryanschool.com. So go to www.ryanschool.com and that'll take you to a link um, to where you can uh, buy the book. I think it's the Kindle version is like two ninety nine, dollars and the, and the soft cover is like nine ninety nine from from Amazon. So it's not a very expensive book at all. And, and it's got the references and the resources in it um, mm -hmm. that will help you sell products online to help get you started. And, um, you know, of course, you know, you can always reach out to me uh, from that website too. I've got my email on there and be happy to help anybody. Um, helped a lot of people. I'll do sit down and do a zoom call with you if, oh, wow. um, if you need help. So just uh, don't, don't be afraid to reach out and uh, you know, try to, awesome to start selling products online that's right do it guys get that book i'll put a link in the show notes to it so ryan thank you so much for doing this you're welcome back anytime anytime you well, have something you. on your heart you want to share or a walmart trick or anything you feel like we need to share with the audience just let me know i'll be back on Sound, sounds great thank you ryan I appreciate all right it. thanks have a blessed day you too bye bye everyone see you next week